you've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed, you just remember what your old pal said. Yeah, you've got a friend in me. Yeah, you've got a friend in me. Well, welcome to the Ukulele Video Playalong Podcast. My name is Chris Russell. I blog at ukestuff.info. I have a YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash ukulele tenor, all one word. And I also uh, participate on the MET Podcast, M-E-T Podcast, Music Education Technology Podcast, and I've been blogging at techinmusiced.com for nearly 10 years. I'm a middle school music teacher in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, and I teach choir primarily, but integrated ukulele, and the way that I integrate ukulele most of the time is through video playalongs. So what I wanted to show you or talk to you today about is uh, not so much video related, but some other things that I've been working on. Uh, yesterday I posted a video with my brand new Sopranissimo, a Kella Pocket Uke. So if you're interested in checking that out, you can go to YouTube and check out those videos. Now, just as a side note, I realize that most of the 10,000 people plus that are following my YouTube account right now, most of those people are not subscribing to watch my other content, such as how to play certain chords or... Um, shopping guides. The other day I stopped at Growth Music, which is a music store in Bloomington, Minnesota, and I did a little video podcast there or a little video blog of how to buy a ukulele. Most people aren't subscribing to my channel to see those things. They're subscribing to see the videos, and in particular the pop videos or the really popular videos of songs that, that they love and want to play along with, and that's that's great. That's the intent. It's a resource for educators. It's a resource for people that just want to play along. But a couple things I want to talk about today is uh, I just opened up with You've Got a Friend in Me, which would be a great little theme to play with a podcast. Maybe I'll play that every time. And I am playing on my Martin S1. But the reason why I wanted to play that today is I just put brand new tuners on it. Now, Martin, the Martin S1 and a few other Martins come and a few other ukuleles for that matter, come with friction tuners. And friction tuners on really cheap ukuleles are a bad thing. Um, they don't hold in other things. On better ukuleles, such as the Martin S1 and ukuleles above that, uh, the, the friction tuners are okay, but they're still friction tuners. One little turn can take you off an entire half step. So if you just bump your tuner, you're out of tune. So there is a company called Goto, and there's a few others that make them, but Goto is probably the most famous. And they are a company in Japan that makes what they call planetary tuners. So there's little gears, and it kind of looks like a traditional friction tuner, but it operates like a geared tuner or even better, uh, smoother. And they're not cheap. Um, a set of these costs about $60.00. Uh, I get mine from the ukulele site, and I now have two ukuleles with the geared tuners on them. Um, I didn't quite mean to put these on the Martin today. I actually bought these for another ukulele, 
but that ukulele's headstock was too thick. Uh, most ukuleles, their headstock is between 10 and 13 millimeters. Uh, this one was almost 16 millimeters, so I decided to order some banjo planetary tuners for it and to drop these on the Martin, which was my next goal. So ultimately what happens is you have a tuner on the back side of your ukulele and it turns much easier. Now you need some tools. I You need to buy a wood reamer and they sell those at you know hardware stores and so forth but you can also order them online through Stumac or even if you want to take a chance which I did it's just cheaper off of eBay and you have to ream out the holes to the size of the tuner and that's the scariest part and it's not that scary you just go slow and then you fit in the tuner now these are really kinda of cool the entire back part is one unit and then the front part is a nut with a little washer and that's all you do you, you connect the the nut onto the other part of the tuner through the ukulele and you're good to go. It's actually harder to take off the old tuners than it is to put on the new ones. So um, I just wanted to play the Martin because again even though the strings on this one are stretched I just use the same old strings. Um, I just wanted to give it a chance to, to play with it a little bit and it looks great. Uh, those tuners just look great and the most important thing is they function super super nicely so it's really easy to get your instrument in tune and if you have any instrument now sometimes people don't want to put anything other than original hardware on their ukulele but let's be honest uh, my ukuleles are they're not really collectors items now some of them hopefully someday will be passed down to my kids or my grandchildren if, if they want to play but I don't buy these with the intention of collecting them um, well, maybe collecting them, but not storing them. I, I, I buy them to play, and I do. I go through my entire collection, and I play all kinds of ukuleles. Now, I also recently bought a sawtooth ukulele from Walmart that was $17, and um, ended up doing some work on it. It had really sharp fret edges and some other things, and I did some work on that ukulele. Now it's in pretty good shape, but um, I'm going to be replacing the tuners on that. Now, I'm not going to spend the amount of money that I spent on the Martin. Now the Martin is a $450 ukulele new. I didn't pay for it that. I didn't pay that much for it. But uh, the tuning heads, if I bought these tuning heads for the Sawtooth, it would be literally three times the price of the instrument that I that I just bought. So I, I don't want to do that. But I did find a person on Ukulele Underground that was willing to sell me a set of their old geared uh, Grover tuners. Geared tuners, not uh, not friction tuners that I'll install in place of the Sawtooth's crummy uh, tuners. And uh, those are coming to me very affordably, which was kind of my hope, that somebody that had replaced their tuners with UPTs, these Goto's Universal, I think it's Universal Planetary Tuners, or Ukulele Planetary Tuners, um, would, would be willing to sell me their old gear tuners. And I found somebody that would, so that was fantastic. Some other things that have been going on. Uh, made a really fun play along to You've Got a Friend of Me, which is what I started with today, and I think that one worked out really well. And then uh, yesterday I just also did um, Go Tell Aunt Rhody. What a depressing, depressing song. Go Tell Aunt Rhody, Go Tell Aunt Rhody, Go Tell Aunt Rhody. Her old gray goose is dead. And then it, it's, it's, so it's kind of depressing. I was thinking about how we have all these children's songs that are really rather dark in content. 
Um, and again, you know, life isn't always roses and happiness either, right? I mean, obviously we we know that, and maybe that was our ancestors' way of when they introduced these folk songs to us, uh, preparing us for the cruelties of life at some point. Um, the the version, by the way, that I did was kind of cool. Uh, Burl Ives uh, singing it, and what's what's interesting that it was an F, and it was just a two chord song. So go tell Aunt Rody, go tell Aunt Rody, go tell Aunt Rody, the old gray goose is dead, or something like that. But then he switches eventually into the minor key, and he switches back and forth a couple times. So last verse is in with an F minor. Go tell Aunt Rody, go tell Aunt Rody, go tell Aunt Rody, the old gray goose is dead. So kind of fun to play around with that, and kind of fun with the major and minor. Just wish it wasn't such a dark song. Uh, Andy Ramos has been putting out some more materials. I think I just saw Party in the USA today and another Ramones song. And I've got, I just realized today, I led a ukulele jam here in the Twin Cities. And I realized that we hadn't done This Old Man. So I'm going to work on that one tomorrow. And another girl who I've been following, Autumn Best. She's a teenager. Don't know how old exactly she is, but she's missing... Um, four, her four fingers on her left hand. She was born that way. And uh, I've been watching her. She did a great video about how she plays violin and how she plays ukulele. And that stuff, of course, interests me. Just when you see people that um, play the instrument that you love, but they're overcoming obstacles. And uh, she has a, a really strong voice. As a voice teacher, I'd, I'd work with her to make sure that she's developing the top part of her range. Um, because she really hammers the, the middle notes. But anyway, she did The Way I Am by Ingrid Michelson, and I think I'll work on a play-along of that one tomorrow as well. Although, uh, Chris Gilbert has already made one of them, but she does her play-alongs in a little different style, so I, I don't feel bad uh, making a, a version myself. So that's kind of what's been going on. It's uh, also did, uh, yesterday was Flag Day, so I did... Um, you're a grand old flag, you're a high-flying flag, and forever in peace may you wave. There we go, wave. You're the emblem of the land I love, land I love, the home of the free and the brave. I don't have the music in front of me, I'm just kind of trying to play by memory. But uh, I did that one yesterday, and that was kind of fun to do as well in honor of Flag Day. By the way, I grew up about less than a mile from the birthplace of Flag Day. I believe the guy's name was Sigrin, and he was a young teacher at a small schoolhouse in Wabaco, Wisconsin, where they really started the observation of Flag Day. And I grew up there until my junior high years, where my dad got a new job across the state. Not totally across the street, but, but definitely out of driving distance, and we moved uh, communities at that point. But I, I most of my first formative years from... I think all the way from age one to somewhere around seventh grade were spent uh, literally within walking distance of the birthplace of Flag Day. So let's kind of do that. Oh, and the other thing I did this week, just um, our local ukulele club has a connection with the Minnesota Veterans Home, which is an independent veterans home. It's not run by 
the, the federal government. And uh, once, um, once a week, over the summer in particular, they have a ukulele group come and play for some of the vets. And uh, I was part of a, a group, that a bunch of people sign up to do it, so we take shifts. And uh, my one time this summer was just this last week, and that's fun to do. There was four other ukulele, or three other ukulele players with me, and we played that. On Monday night, I ended up playing in a ukulele, uh, what they call a bluegrass jam, which is why I did Amelia Earhart's Last Flight, that song. I don't know it that well, but um, I learned it at the bluegrass ukulele group on Monday night. And of course, today I had the privilege to lead the, uh, the jam session, hour and a half or two hour jam session at Cadenza Music in St. Paul, Minnesota, which is part of um, the Twin Cities Ukulele Club, which is really a loose definition of a club because there's not really uh, a government or fund you know, or uh, fees of any kind or finances of any kind. It, it kind of runs under Minbatna, which is the Minnesota Bluegrass and Old Time Association. Uh, that That's really the person that organizes the ukulele group. He uh, is a member of that group, as are many of the ukulele members, and they kind of sponsor when we have a, a festival or something like that. But um, anyway, kind of fun. Just a couple other things I thought I would mention before I let it go here. Um, I thought I would mention that um, if you haven't listened to Ukulele Abe's interviews from the Ashokan, I believe it's the Ashokan Ukulele Festival, please do so. Um, some really good interviews there. And if you still haven't listened to his interview with Jim Beloff, please do, because um, that was very, very well done. So make sure you do that. Of course, the Ooktown podcast, make sure you're listening to that. And uh, my friend Paul Shimmons and I, Paul is a band director in Michigan. We finally managed to get together, and we recently published, a again, another episode of the Met podcast, and we were interviewing the founder of Sight Reading Factory, which is a sight reading tool for um, more classical musicians, although we certainly talked a little bit about making something for ukulele players and playing chords and things like that. So, um, that you know, that's I think that covers what I wanted to talk about today. It's, it's uh, late on a Friday night. And I'm uh, kind of in my basement, away from everybody else that's sleeping upstairs as I record this. Uh, it's the only way they can play and sing, because, again, I kind of sing and play too loud. Um, playing not so much, but singing, I, I sing too loud uh, to keep everybody else awake unless I go down into the basement here. So hope you're having a great summer. I'm enjoying my, my time away from school. It gives me time to do other projects. Oh, and the other thing I'm working on, just I should mention, is I'm working on the idea of providing song sheets... Um, somehow, maybe again through the Patreon site, kind of like the ukulele teacher or something, um, of the songs that I've been making the playlongs for, and then slowly going back and for every song that I've made a playlong for, have a song sheet available. And again, I don't think I can legally do the printed music, but I think you can do lyrics and chords without um, a breach of copyright. So thinking about doing that too. If you have any feedback or thoughts, feel free to email me, uh, ukulele tenor. That's U K U L E L E one zero R. That's the one exception at gmail.com. So ukulele the number ten R at gmail.com. 
and give me feedback if you have anything you, you have questions about or things you'd like me to talk about or other things. And of course, if you're interested in sponsoring what I'm doing, check out Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash CJRPHD is my one spot where you can sponsor my work at Tech and Music Ed or my work at ukestuff.info, which is the same as ukulele tenor on YouTube. So any support is definitely appreciated. And um, we will continue to update the massive rosters. We're almost to 600 songs. Um, I imagine by the end of the month here, between Andy Ramos and myself, we'll be up over 600 songs in the collection, which is just phenomenal. Uh, from Dr. Reese's original 80 songs or something or 70 songs that she had when I jumped in and to where we are today is just the, the abundance of resources for people to play music that they love by themselves, not having to worry about the singing, but also having the freedom to sing along. It's the whole point of what we do. All right, I'll end up with uh, a little more of uh, You've Got a Friend in Me. You've Got a Friend in Me.